everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, my first season. My name is Greg. Very special guest today. We have never worked together before, but as we just found out, we kept literally missing each other all over con- the continent, different continents. Her first season was in the 92-93 season in Punta Cana. She was a fitness geo. She is from Vancouver, originally from Ontario, London, Ontario, but now living in Vancouver. She started in the 92. She did her last season in 2000. So without further ado, please help me give a warm welcome to Shelly Markovich Lawrence. Hey, Shelly, how are you? Hey, hands up. Oh, nice. (laughs) Thank you. You brought your own music. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) A song everyone knows. So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. And we got to do playback lip syncs. Uh, I know. I would give anything. (laughs) If I had one talent in the world that I always say I'd like to be a singer, like if I could magically have a talent, yeah, it would be a singer for sure. Well, well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. So we realized we have 94 mutual friends, but just somehow kept missing each other and uh you know mostly columbus isle <laughs> but um but your first season was punta cana but i'd like you to take me back a bit further to you know where were you were living what were you what were you doing and how'd you find out about club med oh sure oh my gosh being from ontario kind of like quebec there were like always commercials always spots on tv yes um, mad and um, billboards and i totally remember the huge billboard in london ontario where one half of the the um, billboard was like a snowstorm and the other yes can i ask you about that Uh, yeah that one in particular do you remember that commercial where it was just a guy walk trying to walk into a snowstorm like the wind was pushing him back and it and it just and it hung on him and it said can you imagine one week and then the climate did you ever see that one because that's the one that got me every winter drove me crazy always always and i was such a love boat fan of the show and fantasy island and short of the long i was engaged to be married and i canceled everything i was at a um this is when via rail when you would go to a travel agency to pick up via rail ticket and my friend had to pick up some via rail tickets and there were all these brochures on club med and I had just canceled the wedding, canceled, like I had the dress and all, kind of like the runaway bride scene. Wow. Yeah. And I know, but that's okay. All is good because I'm looking at all of these brochures of Club Med. And I looked at my friend, and I'm like, you know, I always wanted to work at a Club Med. And she was like, send in your CV, see what happens. And so I totally sent in my CV. Okay, now wait, one question, because yeah. it was even hard for me in 94. So how did you find out where to send it in 92? Um, I sent it to, I think I sent it, I gosh, I don't know if I sent it to the Miami office. Okay, so you, you found out where, where the office was and all that. Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm really a resourceful person. I Maybe I even asked the person at the travel place. Okay. And maybe she gave me the Miami office address. So I totally remember putting it in one of those old Manila envelopes and sending it off. And I got a call from, I think his name was like Bobo or Boo Boo. Okay. From something like that from Miami office saying that they were going to conduct interviews. And I think if memory serves me right, the only Canadian interviews at that time were in Montreal. Yes. And so, did you drive down? I didn't. I'm one of these people who I end up staying friends with people who I end up breaking up with. So okay. my ex-fiance actually. <laughs> so the opposite of me. me. Yeah, yeah, the opposite of me. Okay, go on. Okay. <laughs> he actually drove me to Montreal for my interview. No, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. You must have been some singer. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so he drove you. All right. Now, did you wait long? Like from the time you mailed, did you just mail one, one CV? I did. Oh I my did. god. I just one. Um, and back in the day, they wanted you to send photos. Yes. So I sent photos with my um with my CV. Okay, and you got a call about how long after you mailed it? Do you remember? Um, I think. Oh gosh, I I want to say maybe it was in the spring. So a couple of months. Fall, so maybe a few months. Okay. Yes. All right. So this kind gentleman 
drives you to Montreal. Uh, Were you at it? Was it in a hotel? Do you recall? It was. It was in a hotel. And the person who was conducting the interview was Kevin Batt. Oh, okay. And yeah, and he brought a team with him. So there were, I think it was Kevin Batt and three other geos. I think some were ex-geos and some were still geos. And he had a, a very savvy setup where he did like a prelim in a room with all of us and just gave everyone the nuts and bolts of what Club Med was truly all about. He didn't hide anything. And then he was like, if you still want to proceed with the interview, great. And if and if you don't want to, you're more than welcome to leave. So what was scaring people off the uh, the seven um, days, think, seven days a I week think, thing? And <laughs> I think it was the seven days yeah. a week because, uh, as you know, we work hard, we play hard, yes. and not for it's not for everyone because it was seven days a week, and and it was for for fitness geos. We really we do a lot. <laughs> Well, were you working as a uh, an aerobics instructor uh, in London, Ontario? Like, were you? Was I that was, your background? Okay. It were, is. Were you doing step? Was it step back then? Was that the popular? Um, I was a, a fitness instructor my whole adult life. I started oh, wow. when I was seventeen, many oh, moons ago. Really? So you did uh, water aerobics at a young age, I'm guessing. Every, everything, okay. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I know. Yeah. So he did the whole pre- prelim. So he did like this huge prelim with all of us, and then and then we had to do a demo. So he gave us sections of a class to demo, and then after that, we did one on one with either he or his other geos that he brought. So I had like this awesome time with this geo. And then next you, thing wait, I do, you, do you mean you did a fitness demo? Is that what you're saying? We all did fitness demos. Did you bring a change of clothes or did they not tell you? Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Totally. Totally. So we did that. And then I did a one-on-one and it wasn't with Kevin, Bad. it was with one of his friends, one of his geo friends. So did the one-on-one and then came back home. So I think it was in the fall, then came back to Ontario. I was working for a racket club at the time in um, London, Ontario. And my roommate at the time gave me a phone call at work singing the Club Med song because she had done Club Med um, vacations. And I was a receptionist um, that day at the club, at the racket club. My GM was in his office and he heard my excitement, went running to his office and he's like, I know, I know. I heard you. You got the job. It's funny. It's funny. You said, uh, instead of general manager, you said GM. So that was pretty, uh, yeah, I know, right? pretty, pretty yeah, cool. General manager okay. said, yeah. <laughs> so right, there was right. a sign. That was a sign right there. Okay. Right. Yeah. So next wow. thing I knew it, I was flying out to um, Punta Cana, Republica Dominica. Had you ever been there before? Never. Had you ever been to a resort before on vacation? Never. Wow. Okay. So, so do you recall that first week when you arrived, like uh, what you were going through and feeling? Was it all too much? Hard to take in? Oh my God, no. It was awesome. It was awesome. My my, um, chef de village was Howard McCarley. McCarley, yeah. He had pioneered um, the IGO, the integration geo for Club Med. So I also did that for him once that- I've heard of this. Yeah, I have to take take issue with this because I've heard of this uh, position. I'm 10 years, I never ran across one. So I I think it's a great idea. I wish, yeah, yeah, I wish there were some at my time. Yeah, I could have used them. One. So we had that actually Im- implemented in the village. So as soon as as soon as I arrived, your your godfather, your godfather, the godfather, <laughs> um, the godmother or godfather, he meets up with you, and he's right there as soon as you arrive and takes you under his wing. And my my IGO, even though it wasn't implemented and executed with Miami at that time, Howard did have that as I shared with you set up in the village. And my integration geo was a gentleman from Montreal, Quebec, wonderful man, Danny, um, who we remained friends with as well. And actually, he was one of my husband's um, best men when we got married at Club Med. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So it was a pretty cool setup. And I totally remember arriving in Punta. I was with um, Geos, who I'm still friends with to this day. And one of them, it was a cute, funny story, if I may share. Sure, please. Martin, at the... Um, airport and it was the airport that i believe that oh, what's his name the singer who lives just outside of punta cana oh in, yeah i yeah I, his name escapes me but i i know who you're talking about yeah, yeah it's his yeah. airport 
boat. Yeah. And so we arrive there and we pack all our things up on the shuttle, take the shuttle to Punta Cana. And this one dude just stood there really loud going, oh man, I forgot my luggage at the airport. Okay. So we phoned him Spicoli. Okay, wait, what? Uh, okay, so you mean he forgot his luggage uh, luggage in Miami? Totally uh, like, where was the plane coming in? Oh, no, the, the one in, in Punta Cana. Oh, outside Punta Cana oh, okay. oh, you mean he got the resort and went, whoops, I forgot my... Yeah. Okay, okay Spicoli. Spicoli, okay. aka'd him, coined him. Okay. <laughs> his, whole, his whole career with Club Mad is never my turn. It was always Spicoli. Okay. And when yeah. we get together, we still call him Spicoli. All right. And when you went back to get it, the bomb sniffing dogs were probably surrounding <laughs> it and, and whatnot, right? Because right? even back then, you I'm couldn't sure. just leave leave luggage in an airport, I'm guessing. Right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So that was kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And yeah. Yeah, and my first night at Club Med, um, we arrived in the evening and I didn't meet my husband there because he was at the arrival and he was jumping around all over the place because he was like, I hear there's a bartender here. I hear one of them at the bartenders. Are you a bartender? And I said, no, I'm the fitness geo. And then this lady said, oh, I'm the bartender. Her name was Tara. And she had actually ended up become, becoming my roommate in Punta Cana as well. Wait, are you, are you, wait, it's just a sec, Shelley. Are you saying you yeah. met your... Well, future husband in your first yeah. season yeah okay so I you did. you went there to party have a good time and then boom you meet mr right in the first week yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. all right but uh, in my mind i wasn't even thinking party with club mad i was just like so in awe that i'm like a fitness instructor at a beach and palm trees and like as soon as we arrived even though it was nighttime i looked at tara and i said we are running to a jetty i know i'm not going to be able to see the sea but i just want to hear it so we did you know that restaurant in punta Cana? i think it was called the la hispanola restaurant it was yes. like one of the annex restaurants yeah so they had like a jetty there like a dock mm -hmm. so we did like she totally took me there and we ran there and just listened to the sea Listen to the waves crashing. And I was like, ah. And then that night, we even went to the Albario. What's that? The Albario is a sidekick, not like a, I can't say pub, like local canteen. It's right outside the village. Okay. You take this you take this pathway and you go to this bar and you have those Al Presidentes, those huge, huge, huge cerveza beers. And I totally remember my husband, Michael at the time going, now be really, really careful because if you're wearing red, the bulls are attracted to red and they'll come out and you may be attacked by a bull. Okay. And I look down and I'm like- wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, are you saying there were- <laughs> wild bulls outside then? First, yeah. first, that's my first question okay right? se secondly i thought it was the waving of the cape that drove him crazy not the actual well, color yeah, red i'm, what, I'm uh... a gullible chica from london ontario oh, oh got it okay. so i look down and i'm in i'm in cowboy boots blue jeans and a red bodysuit and i'm like so then Geo's like GA, which everyone knows, everyone knows GA. She's like, oh my God, Shelly, there are no freaking bulls here. Okay. Okay. Oh, GA there was, was there, GA there was two years season? Yeah. GA was at my first village. I had GA, I had Rob Ness, Paul Roberts, um, God, Mika. Oh God, I have to remember all these names. Like, all <laughs> I don't these remember people. them all, but, uh, but was that, uh, okay. One question was, uh, was it, was it designation? Was it family? Was it singles, adults? What was family, 92? Family. Okay. So it was family in 92. Okay. Got yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, and you had, did you have problems adjusting to this uh, seven day work week? Uh, 12, 13 hours? No. Okay. No, no, not at all. Oh, you yeah, were young. I, you were young, right? It probably was like. <laughs> Actually, I started at Club Med. Believe it or not, I was married before and I have a son. And I started at Club Med when I was 29, 30 years old. So my son did come to Club Med Villages on his on his break. The only village he didn't experience was Australia. Okay. Wow. Wow. What a story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so since you arrived around November, well, do you recall what it was like working your first Christmas and New Year's? Or did you miss home at all? Or were you just like um, having fun during the holidays? No, you, you are, you are heartbroken. Absolutely. But then your geo family kicks in 
the team is a true team. They, well, they're not a team, they're family. And they know that we're all in this situation. So they are very there for each other. And we're very, very much there for, for each other. And as you know, Christmas day is a crazy busy day. And because it is so crazy busy, you kind of are distracted as well of those emotions. So you can detach because it is such a crazy busy day in a village. Yeah, because well, you're yeah you're doing you're doing all the work, and then when the guests are yeah. eating, you're putting presents yeah. in the room. Now I'm su- I'm assuming you did all the shows, right? Like I can I'm getting a sense of this. So you were a good dancer oh, yeah. then already. You came you came um, already. I had I had dance experience from when I was a kid, but um not a lot. What, what kind but of I, dance? I took like jazz. I took when I was a kid. I took some jazz. I took a baton. <laughs> oh okay. Yes, did you bring I, it? Did you bring it with you to Punta Cana? No, oh darn. Okay. No, okay. I didn't. <laughs> But I did. And I'm a proud baton twirler. Yes. Even though I know Canadians laugh at that. (laughs) Because like in the States, you can get scholarships for twirling. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think I think Um, you only need to maintain a 2.5 GPA too. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, I had amazing choreographers. I totally remember my choreographer from Watuko, who she, Kelly, totally took me under her wing. And she's like, don't worry, I'm going to guide you. We are going to do lesson after lesson after lesson. And that's when my second season is when I really got into doing the shows and really learning dance like No Tomorrow from Kelly. Okay. Now, getting back to Howard McCarley, you said he was your first chief, right? Mm -hmm. So those of us who've never worked with Howard always hear the story. So um, I want you to true or false this. So is it true that uh, maybe he, I don't know when he started this, but did he go up and down like the beach and whatnot and look for cigarette butts or any kind of trash and throw them away? Did you? Yes, he did not like garbage in his village at all. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I never met him. I mean, so everyone talks well about him, but it's just that one mm-hmm. thing because my first season, we got punished with something called Operation Howard McCarley. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the uh, chief, uh, I guess he felt the geos were slacking. So he had everyone go up really early to the beach, 6.30 or 7. Um, the scuba team didn't have to, because we were up that early anyway. And he had, he had, he formed a line and everyone had to he explained to us what Operation Howard McCarley was, and we had they had bags, and everyone had to go up in a line and pick up cigarette butts out of them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. ever since then, I've been kind of fascinated with with this gentleman. <laughs> okay. Oh yes. What were the crazy signs like back in '92? Do you remember them? Do you do you have a favorite one? I'm one, of the, I'm one of the crazy geos. I love crazy signs. I do totally. Oh God. We did a lot of the hands up, of course. We did a lot of the electric slide. And then of course the French ones, you know, where you like tap your head, tap your tush. Oh yeah. Someone, well, you know? someone, it was someone else's tush. Wasn't <laughs> someone else's but, tush. But maybe Absolutely. not now uh, in this in the new climate, but yeah, back <laughs> no, then. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, did you speak French? Did you have any, did you pick no. it up? No, not at all. I took, I took French being from Ontario. We did have French in our school system, but it was kind of like off and on maybe the public school system kept it as a program, but I went to Catholic schooling and sometimes we would have it some years we wouldn't. So it was kind of like off and on, off and on. So my French wasn't very good, but I did learn totally how to teach French and my fitness classes completely. I could do like the body parts. I could count all of that completely bilingual. Okay. Well, wow. I learned that at right. Club Med. Yes. I learned a lot. Club Med was like my university. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. Right? Uh, so you don't sound you don't sound like you're an introvert, Shelly. So I'm guessing when you had to eat meals three times a day with guests, that was no problem for you as well, right? Yeah, no, not Being at very all. Very extroverted and uh, yes. you can talk about anything and small talk anyone. Okay. Yes. Loved all it. Right. Loved oh. it. Yes. Loved the round tables. Yes. And the back then they had, they still had hostesses, right? That would place you, yes, correct? Okay. They did. Now, did you ever, like when you were looking around when you were a fitness line sport, was there another job you wanted to do or you were happy staying where you were that first No, season? I did. I thought it'd be really cool being like hostess or reception. So that, that's what I was hired for at Lindemann, Australia. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, we'll get to Lindemann in a sec because okay. I'm definitely going to sure. talk to you about Lindemann. Do you have any, like, were there any other funny stories from your first season that you recall? Um, if, if not, we can go to later seasons, but if there's something funny that happened your first season, I think I'd like to hear it if you... Uh... I totally remember my first week because my first week was contracted out to Atlantis. 
Oh, okay. You see, uh-huh. I never, I never got to do a week with Atlantis. So for maybe you can tell our listeners that don't know what Atlantis is, if you could tell them. Atlantis is a gay travel group. And what they do is they contract out resorts or cruise ships and they come in with their travel company called Atlantis, all their own shows, music, comedians, everything. And gay people from all over the world, from my understanding, I don't think it's just from Canada and the States. I think I could be wrong, but I think they come from all over the world and they're at Club Med for a week. That was my first experience with Club Med. It was no longer Club Med, it was Atlantis slash club med if that makes sense and it was amazing so you're with all these gay men and my fitness classes were crazy busy (laughs) crazy busy it was awesome and like it was hardcore fitness I just loved it they taught me lots of steps too and there was a gentleman from New York who worked for a company called Dynamex so he had all these this was back in the day when fitness instructors had to use CDs so he had all these CDs that he left with me which was amazing the nightclub was amazing I could like dance the night away with all these gay men and never feel nervous or afraid like it was just it was an incredible week the entertainment there was this comedian and he's like is it okay if I used you in the show tonight and I'm like yeah and he goes because I'm gonna say some things about you and are you okay with it I'm like absolutely (laughs) and he goes oh and here's Shelly the little fitness geo standing at our arrival and every time a man went by her jaw would drop and just go darn what a bummer he's gay (laughs) and I'm like oh yeah I was saying that absolutely (laughs) men were gorgeous I think even like Calvin Klein models were there there were like football players there and these guys were gorgeous oh my god and there was this lady who was singing she was doing like Liza Minnelli and I was just sitting there in the audience just going oh my god her voice his voice is just amazing it's just like Liza Minnelli and the geos were looking at me like oh my god Shelly you're so gullible it's a freaking playback (laughs) Damn it, was it really Liza? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was such a fun, crazy week. So I totally remember, because you know how geos, we do a briefing every week. And I totally remember Club Med, sorry, Howard McCarley going to our first briefing after Atlantis had left and just was like, okay, what a week, that's over. And just so you know, if this is your first village, you'll never experience a week like that again. <laughs> now oh, to the real club mat. Well, well please tell me <laughs> please tell me at least one time it was appropriate that YMCA crazy sign was on heavy rotation that week. Please, oh God, please tell me always. this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we always did that. And there was mm-hmm. always, you know, when you do the shows at the nightclub. Yes. Always, always. Okay, and actually good. my husband was in that that I think the whole sailing team was the YMCA dudes. Oh, okay. And they always did that as a play in the nightclub. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. Wow. And so, so roughly, like, how long were you at Punta Cana? Were you there? Um, you were either like a season, so like roughly six months? Um, no, I am. We always did two seasons in a village, always. Okay. Yes. So you left probably then right at the end of, uh, I'm guessing, 93 then? Yes. Okay. Now, did they give you like a dream sheet to fill out for your second season? Okay. Uh, what did you they put on it? Do you remember? Sheet. Absolutely. Did you um, put Watuko is number one? Watuko, yeah. Why'd you want to go there? It just looked really cool. It just looked like like such an amazing village. Was it singles back then? Because I think someone, I had someone else no on the family. show. Never, it was family, okay. Yeah, I've never worked a singles village. That's strange, though. I know. Okay. Yeah, I guess because I was in couple, I guess. I don't know. Ah, uh, in couple. I haven't heard that yeah. expression in a while. We don't say it in the real world, right? They say I'm a right? couple. I mean, is that your yeah. boyfriend? Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're in couple. I still use the term couple. I do. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things on Club Med I just can't shake off. Yeah, I think when Apostrophe stole that stole that from us when she separated with Chris Martin, I think she called oh, it uh, conscious just... conscious uncoupling. I think she called it. All right. So, okay. So you go to, you go to Watuko, mm-hmm. you, you go to Paradise Island. Now, did any, uh, any of your jobs change like during these seasons, like at Columbus or you stayed mainly in fitness? Uh, mainly in fi- fitness. I did do at Columbus, I think for a few weeks, scuba. 
Okay. Wow. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Snorkeling. 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 Okay. Yeah, snorkeling. Sorry, snorkeling snor with the with the picnic or just snorkeling? Just snorkeling. I don't. I was never at a club med picnic until. Oh my gosh. I think. Oh my gosh. I want to say Eleuthera. Okay. Was my only picnic experience. Did you find when you got to Columbus, like, were you shocked at the how nice the geo rooms were and how beautiful the resort was? Oh my was? gosh, right? Yeah. I know we had like a TV in there. Yeah, we had I know. A phone in there. <laughs> it was like, is this Club Mad? What the hey? Big shower where you could actually turn around mm -hmm. in, you know? <laughs> right? Yes, no, very nice quarters. Yeah, I thought, uh, like I said, they sent me they sent me there three times, but I, I always say it's the most beautiful. Um, you know, yeah, you had like 1. 1.1 million in artwork just strewn throughout the village, the oh beach. The beach George was just Club Med people on the beach because right? the Bahamians didn't well, go to the I beach. Think, yeah, I think one of the Triganos or maybe both of their wives were always the decorators for all the Club Mads. Especially that, that one, yes. That one. That <laughs> yeah. They actually even, I think they came. I think they came. Yeah, so, yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I've yeah. counted them a few times. Yes. Uh, and um, she shared the stories about how much fun just finding all of the the uh, materials that she brought into that village. Just amazing, gorgeous, gorgeous village. When I was there in the uh, '96, with Patricia Moretti, uh, one of the GMs, complained about one of the Triganos because uh, she didn't know who it was. But she said that man always gets up early and puts his towel on the on the thing. You're not supposed to do that. And my, my chief started laughing. Like she's, do you know who that is? Okay. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she because she didn't want to get up early to do it, reserve it. But you know how people would just go to the pool at six a.m. right yeah. and put out their towel. So, oh yeah, I've got funny stories like that. Oh, you Absolutely. do? Okay. <laughs> I totally remember that. Actually, I think it was in Watuko, where a GM would put out his towel every morning and then go for breakfast. And I think they were like New Yorkers, and New Yorkers are very, very passionate about their real estate. When he came back from breakfast, there was another um, person there and he took over the spot and he was like, that's mine. And he's like, well, no one's here. Like I, I came here and no one was there. And he's like, this was my spot. It's been my spot all week. And it was like, whoa, like, <laughs> I'm very passionate about their sand real estate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Goes for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you mentioned Lindemann, which I, uh, you know, I was there in 2000, you were there before me. So how did you get to Lindemann being like, I cause a North, was, North American geo, like yeah, I, I know how I, mean, I got there and was under different right? circumstances. So how did you get there? Yeah. Well, if it's okay to share, it was from actually from as long as it's appropriate, there. you can share it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It was actually someone from Paris who was at Club Med, and they were doing this whole meet and greet with all the chef to, all the the responsables and and chefs of of Akit. And it was Philip Bougignon actually who said, you know, is there any place that you would think of going? And I never shared this with my my husband at the time, but I dated a tennis pro from Australia once upon a time who worked at a racket club in London. And I was like, I always wanted to go to Australia, Australia. I'll say Australia. And next thing I knew it, we were going to Australia. Wait, so you had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Philippe Bourguignon, I think the president at the time. And he said, where do you want to go? And you said Australia. Crazy. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, I guess, I guess that could happen. That's so, uh, well, that's, that's a pretty good uh, good ask because, and yeah. not only that, you had probably one of the most popular, crazy, I mean, I've never met, I think I only met Kenton once, but it was after he was a chief of village. So there's so many Kenton stories out there. Yeah. So, so you definitely, did you have a good time? Cause I had the best time of my life in Australia. I thought this yeah. was crazy. Oh my God. The, uh, the Aussies like, and Kiwis are, are the right? only guests there. There's no Europeans. Oh. Uh, yeah. They don't, they don't care when it rains, as long as the no. bars open. So no. it was whole no. new world right like <laughs> totally they are like happy fun loving friggin people ozzy 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 oi 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 right. oh my god <laughs> always happy you always notice a kiwi because they're always smiling well it took me six months to differentiate the accent like it took six months yeah. for me to tell the difference yeah. between an ozzy and a kiwi but i i love them all i mean yes. i uh Absolutely. what were you were you doing fitness also in the no actually i started actually as reception hostess okay and, so you're on the top uh, of the hill there 
And then I really, really missed being on the sports team. And it really hit me where, I don't know when you were there, the sports teams always did their briefing. Remember where the bar was and you went go up the stairs to that yeah. room? Yeah. The briefings were always in that room. Well, and yeah. I totally remember sitting at the hostess desk and watching the whole sports team go up the stairs. And I was just like, that's my team. I'm, I'm, I need to be back with my team. So I approached Kenton and I'm like, you know what? I, I like doing the, the reception hostess, but I really miss being on the sports team. And it was kind of tough because he was um, with the fitness geo at the time. But as soon as that fitness geo left, I got proposed and moved into fitness right away and was back on the sports team. Were you there a year? No, we had to leave because oh. Michael's family, a family member wasn't doing very well health wise. Okay. So we unfortunately came back to Canada and I think we came back to Canada in May. Okay. So you didn't get to stay the, the full year. Cause no. normally if you did go there, you'd have to stay a year because Absolutely. it's very expensive really to fly. Sad. you. I know. Cause I really wanted to. And I also wanted to experience the other villages over there in the Asian zone, like the Bali, Thailand, you know, like, yeah. but unfortunately I did have to come back home. So we did. Did you ever climb, climb up to Mount Orford? The, uh, the big tall mountain on the island? Did you ever go up there? No, not at all. You that get to take a plane at all anywhere to, uh, to Mackay or to Early Beach? Absolutely. Yeah. We absolutely did. Love taking that. I love that. That was like such a cool experience because you go over to the landing strip, you pick up the air taxi phone and plane comes in, the plane that's built in Canada, I think they're called like Beaver plane or something like that, comes in and picks you up and takes you um over to uh, the mainland. And we also did... Oh, what's the one of the seven wonders? Great Barrier Reef or natural yeah. natural wonders, I guess. We did the natural wonder. We took the pen to the um the barrier reef. Yeah, well, yeah, well, the planes when when I was there in two thousand, you could actually order food like the the pilot. You know, they would deliver the like Domino's oh, would deliver God. the the pizza to the uh, the hub there, and then funny. the pilot who was coming in anyway with guests would. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd be waiting oh up God, there with your funny. cash on the airstrip, you know, <laughs> waiting for your pizza, <laughs> pizza by plane. <laughs> so funny. That's so cool. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful piece of the world. It was so cool. Like, do you remember when the butterflies would migrate? Yes. The tiger, yeah. butterflies, yeah. like the blue monarch. Amazing. Well, for me, it was seeing those sulfur crested cockatoos like littered all over the right? trees because I've only seen them in cages. So to see them in the wild yes. was, you know. Yes. Yes. No. Well, I would do power walks um, into the rainforest um, with, with, with the GMs every morning. And that was incredible seeing the cockatoos, seeing the fruit bats. Oh God. Yeah. By archery. Yeah. They creep me out. Right? They were so yeah. big. Oh. They're huge. <laughs> they were like big little big teddy bears. Oh, well, I don't know about teddy bears, Shelly. Uh, <laughs> and when they would open up their wings and they're yeah, uh, yeah. As you're walking it. through that, I, I still remember that right? little plank nature walk yeah. by archery. I just felt they were going to attack us at any second. <laughs> like if they could easily could, if they wanted, to, you no, know? No. swarm swarm and then there's oh nothing you could do but curl it yeah, all right. high. at okay. nighttime at I, nighttime when they would fly over oh yeah go back into into the rainforest they would look like the monkeys from yes. the wizard of oz yeah exactly <laughs> it's like so funny and how about those huge um they were like huge iguanas there yeah yeah. That were like in, in the, the forest. Well, they had a pretty, you, you probably recall the pretty drastic high and low tide that Lindemann had because at sailing, yeah. you know, Absolutely. sailing was, it was, you know, we did sailing by the high and low tide. So, you know, when it was out, yes. there was no sailing, right? Because there was rocks uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And the crazy jellyfish that were in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Box. GM, do not go in because the jellyfish were in there. And I totally remember this GM going in there and he came out and he just looked like he was whipped like no tomorrow. Well, I, when I got there, I remember all the Aussies telling me, Greg, it rained last night. Don't, I know you're going to want to, but don't lick the toads. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I said, know, right? uh, I said, oh, what are you talking about? It never occurred to me. No, they should create a toxin. People get, I said, I was never going to lick a toad. No, we're, we're serious, Greg. Don't do it. Yeah. Not, not, see, now, yeah. now I want to do it. Okay. I know, <laughs> no, 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 no. The sugar cane toads. The sugar yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The sugar. Yeah. Like, I totally remember when we would go to our quarters because there would be like on the step and I'd go look at them and just go, you know what? You can have this step. I'll turn around. I'll go back and have a drink, and then I'll come back in a bit. And hopefully, you're gone. This is your yeah. Time. I'm just gonna lick your back three times, no. and that's it. I promise. <laughs> okay, you go. Exactly. I'll, I'll put you down. Yeah. <laughs> no one has to know. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. 
Yes. All right. Now, after Lindemann, you probably went to one of the, actually, I hear everyone talk about this village. I'd never been, but they tell how beautiful Eleuthera was. So Eleuthera was your last season, uh, correct? Yeah. And Absolutely. is as beautiful as everyone says? It is just amazing. And that's the cool thing about the Bahamas that is that their beaches are so diverse and the sand there is pink. It's like just an incredible village. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yes. And yeah, were you uh, were you back on the sports team there? I was. Yes. Okay. And um, were you how long was your last season? Was it six months or two seasons? Two seasons. Okay. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, now, on any of those seasons, did you meet any celebrities that came by your your villages? Yeah, celebrities do come in in Ducknet, absolutely. Yes. Well, meeting anyone? Any athletes, singers? Um, I do. I do. I think the the one that really sticks out is someone who we all know now, but at the time, none of us really did, because let's face it, geos we weren't really didn't have TVs until Columbus Isle. So I totally remember this celebrity coming in with her first husband and entourage because she was doing a, a spread for Shape magazine, which is kind of like a fitness magazine. Mm -hmm. And I remember my chef de village coming up saying, do you know a person by the name of Jennifer Lopez? Oh, uh, was this in Columbus? It was. Uh, you were there in 97 then, yeah. Okay, and I'm yeah. like, Ugh. I'm sorry, I do not know that name. <laughs> she was on her honeymoon there too. Um, and was it her honeymoon? Because I, yeah. I know she was there with her first husband and was with all these New Yorkers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was her first husband. And she was doing um, a photo shoot. And she came back, actually. She came there twice. Oh, um, twice? Oh, God. You know, the one time they don't send me to Columbus, she comes twice. Arr! Okay. Twice. <laughs> So unfair. No, uh, so unfair. And she even came into my water fitness class. No. Oh, okay, I'm going to yeah. be sick now. You know how many times I did water robots in Columbus and I never had a Jennifer Lopez in my class? Oh. Yeah, J-Lo was there. Mm. So like being back in the acting world, I just think it would be the coolest thing. If I ever did a, a show, like if I ever did anything with her, I wouldn't say at the time, but I would probably share like my last day, just going, just so you know, I was a geo when you came into my water fitness class. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Jennifer Lopez movie? I think. Did you like see Selena? Selena? I have seen Selena that. a few yeah. times. Great story. And of course, I saw this after my Club Med experience. I do watch every movie that she does come out with. I just saw her on The Voice. She just sang a Christmas song on The Voice. I know she's back with Ben. Yep. So I guess like I do like the, sh the show that the uh, movie that they did together because I think it's kind of cute that that's how they met but I also really really like the movie like the maid movie that she did I also really like the movie that she just did which is a true story on exotic dancers I think that was called Hustle Hustlers, uh, hus hustlers. Like yeah yeah and there's an actor actually who's acts here on a show called Riverdale and she plays Betty and she was in the show yes. and the movie with her and she did such a great job that girl's gonna go places yeah yeah that's Absolutely. the yeah Betty yeah yeah okay yeah. Oh, I don't know why her name's escaping me now shame on me Greg but I know who you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, but oh, wow. I just think like um, when I watched um, the Super Bowl when J Lo did the oh uh, her and Shakira oh my God yeah I'm sorry but I oh. think that was an incredible show yeah no it was the best one and I think I, I, I totally agree I think That's I think the men didn't amazing. go to the bathroom at halftime they're like I think I'll stay a bit no, more absolutely. here okay. and I think what I love about J Lo is that she's such she's a geo she's like a geo. She does it all. She works hard yes. and she loves every moment of it. Well, she's like a geo, but with a billion dollars. So, but I yeah, know. yeah, but yeah, no, but no, I, I don't begrudge yeah. her anything. I love her. She's, you yes. know, I, I have a, my, my story. If I, if I run into her was I, I did one, one uh, season in Turkey where I am, I bought a laptop. I just bought it to play a DVD. So this would have been 2001. I bought her DVD of all her greatest hits. And uh, I didn't know what else to do. I had no music. So when everyone came over, I would put um, I would put her, her DVD videos on, you know, waiting for tonight and all that. Yeah. Uh, struck out every single time with the J-Lo DVD. So I, that's my story. I'm going to tell her if I ever run into her. Yeah. It never worked. <laughs> Wasn't mood music, but I still love her. Okay. <laughs> I love you, J-Lo. <laughs> 
absolutely. absolutely. So, how, so how did you know when it was time to leave or you just felt, you know what, um, I didn't, I did a lot of years in club bed. I did, I, I is it like, was it easy choice for you or did you I, no, struggle it, with it, it? It, it? Yeah, it, it was kind of, it was when Geo and when um, Club Med was going through the transition of um, the Triganos being asked to take early retirement and us going with, um, so uh, Philip Bugignon actually, I think he resigned then. And then another company came in, I think Be It. And so um, Michael and I are like, mm, so what do you want to do? And so part of us, we wanted to stay, but another part was like, well, maybe this is a sign for us to do the next chapter of our life. And thus we made the decision and um, we're both from Ontario. He's from Thunder Bay. I'm from London, but we worked with some Vancouverites that said, you know what? The only place we could see you to is um, Vancouver. And maybe because Vancouver is a beautiful place with beautiful beaches. I don't know. So that's what we did. And we settled in White Rock, British Columbia. Well, they, uh, they, like you mentioned Riverdale, they shoot a lot of shows in Vancouver, oh right? We, like yes, the CW, COVID. I think the CW yeah, shoots everything there, right? <laughs> huge, 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 huge. And because of COVID, I think we even opened up um, before LA. So from my understanding, we have so many huge studios. We're building so many more studios. I think Netflix is building or built a huge studio here. There's a studio called Ridge Studios. They did a huge expansion. We do so many. We're like, um, we are Hollywood North. We definitely are. Do you do some acting now? I do. I do. I took the Faith of Leap on Leap Year Day, February 29th, a month before the COVID lockdown. I was working in the retirement industry full-time teaching fitness for seniors got back into the acting world because I had missed it so much and my friends were getting tired of me always whining about it and said would you just go back into that world so I did I got a continuity gig on the stand as a backgrounder continuity and loved it so much um, left my full-time job February 29th to pursue my acting passion and then we had the lockdown so my last day on set was like March 13th March 14th and went into lockdown I was like oh my god what am I gonna do so I got on the computer right away and I looked for a job in a retirement community as a screener okay as soon as we got crazy busy here again I just went full force into doing background work, stand-in work, doing lots of auditions. Auditions are primarily self-tape now. They were, I guess, in LA, always self-tape for the past decade, but for us in Vancouver, pretty new. So do I do lots of self-tape auditions. I haven't really gotten anything yet, but that's okay. Because I know J-Lo had shared stories that she did thousands of auditions before getting her first gig. She so, was a fly girl on In Living Color. I know, yeah. with a Canadian with J- Jim Carrey's show. That's right. Yeah. Uh, did you said the the stand is that that's the Stephen King TV show mm-hmm. the stand? It was, it was. So yeah. is Al- Alexander Skarsgård is good looking in real yes, life? He is was he there. Okay. He was there. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, and I totally overheard like the, they had a couple of directors, and the one director who came in was amazing. So he met every one of us face to face, shook our hand, said our name, asked what I, what did you want to do? And I overheard him say where the hero table was going to be because we were in this place where it was like a casino. We were like the bad people. We want, oh, we okay. just, <laughs> so I overheard him say to someone, this is going to be the hero table. So he asked me, he's like, so Shelly, where do you want to be? And I'm like, I want to be at the hero table. So I got to be at the hero table which was amazing. And the hero table means you're with stunt people. The actors are crossing by you. I met other stand and other background actors, and we all had the best time on Stephen King's The Stand. And we all shared the most amazing stories from that. We were, I think we were on it for like six weeks. And wow, what an experience. Wow, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it was very cool. Yes. The stand, I think you can see on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. You can. So if you haven't okay. seen it, check it out. Yes. Ooh, cool. And I was nice. even in a court scene and um, for that also. So if you like zoom in, you'll see me right behind on the principal actors. 
Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. In my face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone's got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> okay, absolutely. Just got to keep at it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah, so it's been a cool experience being back in the um, acting world. And now, I just did a stand, a standing gig on a show that they do here. Also, I think it's called Firefly Lane. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that show. Yeah, yeah. so I was just on that last week. So oh, really? Cool. Oh, yeah, okay. fun. Cool. Yes, but just um, incremental process. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question. I, might, I don't know if it's a tough question for you, because I'm going to ask you to pick your favorite. So as, but I'm, I'm more curious about uh, if you use the word magical. So were, were any of your seasons uh, magical? Like, was it your first one because it was your first one and you had so much fun there? Or was um, were they all yeah. different or special yeah. in their own way? Yeah. But would you put one above the other? Mm, it's that's is extremely tough just because like people like even when they ask what's your what's the best village to go to I always say it's like a family it's like apple and oranges and apple is good and orange is good it's it's what your experience is but I, I guess it would be my first season just for the fact that the team that was there the bulk of us were still all really good friends wow that's pretty like, uh, really cool. that's pretty good yeah, like when we get together, like we would get together when I, I went back to Ontario a few years ago and like we all got together, wow, which was really cool. Now, would and you Howard McCarley's team? Well, yeah, I was going to say like now, like, would you now's the time to like call out if like if there were a chief of villages you clicked with or anyone, would you like to name the people like that you liked? Like uh, now's oh, the time God, to again, because, uh, you know, we, we you know, we never you always miss a chance to talk good about someone or mention someone. So yeah. now if if uh, you like to name your favorite chiefs or whatever. Or oh, people. my goodness. That's again, that's a tough one. That's like saying naming your favorite brother or sister, because I don't have any bad stories of my chef de balage like I really adored every single one of them was I your chief in Eleuthera I had Eric I think it was Pernod at Watuko I had Jean-Marie Fernand, I think was P.I. Columbus with was Yves Morgis I think was his yep, name Yves Morgis um, yeah he was awesome like I heard some funky stories about him the guy was a gem I had um Ellen Zone, I think was his name. And um, Alutra, like every single chef de village, I totally learned something from them. And I had a takeaway. I totally had a takeaway and no bad experience. I got to meet Howard McCarley more over the seasons just for the fact that I was honored with the position of being an IGO. So all the IGOs of the American Zone would meet in um, Miami or Coral Gables for briefings for like a stage for I think, a few, excuse me, I think it would be for a few days. And Howard, of course, would be conduct, conducting these stages. So, um, of course, I got to meet up with him more again um, than any other chef de village. So, yeah, I like them all, though. I can't, it's like saying who's your favorite brother. Okay, no, no, that's fine. No, yeah. I, I like I like the fact that you like yeah. them all. That's I incredible. Do. Yeah, yeah. Now, before I let you go, I don't want to like I don't want to let you go without like if I, did I forget to ask you something? Is there something you want to say oh about my, Club I Med? I mean, Club I Med don't. All day. <laughs> <laughs> all day. There's a particular story or something. I don't want to let you go without you know just making sure that uh, I know. Yeah, we definitely can <laughs> go all day. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, seeing how many seasons you did, but is there, uh, if there's something you want to say, like oh please tell me now. You know, like I don't I don't like let you go without you know checking checking in with you or did we cover most of it <laughs> did we cover yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. um no no um I, I know that steve riley put together i don't know if you saw it online but it was with the covid time and it was we all did like a song together okay i don't know if you saw that lean on me and you want to sing this song now is that what you're saying no i don't want to sing oh, okay okay no i me singing <laughs> Everyone's going to like not want to listen to this. Yeah. Mute, mute, mute our mics. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> like fingernails going down. Um, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I love to sing, but I don't think it might hear me sing. But yeah, I was like so cool that, and he had, just has this huge experience. I'm saying that your vibe creates your tribe. Um, Steve Riley yes. says and it's so true. And I just think it's real interesting because I share this with people that in this world, I'm like, I think like people would 
say that Club Med wasn't reality. And I'd be like, you know what? I think Club Med is more reality because we were taught all cultures, all styles accept it. We don't just work together, we live together. You may have personality conflicts, but you still put those personality conflicts aside and you still greet each other with a good morning and how are you? We were a team, we were a family. And I wish this world could adopt it. Wow, yes, exactly. Yeah, I've always said that. You've 100% correct. Yeah. So that's my my Christmas wish, my New Year's wish that everyone behaves like Geo family. Wouldn't that be cool? It would. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> along for those times, actually. <laughs> Especially now when I'm looking at snow. And then yeah. I, do, okay. I, I do. Like when I see something funky, that's just not right. I sing the song Hands Up because it just puts me in my perspective of kind of like the four agreements that I'm so glad I had that experience that all cultures all styles accepted. Well, I could not have put it better myself, Shelly. That's cool. uh, that is amazing. And I really, really want to thank you for coming on and sharing your amazing story for us. This has been awesome. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for having me. No, no, it's my pleasure. And thanks for, for agreeing to come on and being so amazing. Uh, I, uh, I don't know what to say. Well, yeah, exactly. I can't believe that we, you know, <laughs> We missed each other so many times, even right? even in Australia, of all places. <laughs> Ninety-four oh, mutual God. friends. How is that possible? Right. All right. I just want to say hello to all the Club Med family out there. Mm, I love you guys. Bizu, bizu, bizu. Embrace, embrace, embrace. Je t'aime. Whoa! She just said she loves you. Okay. <laughs> Well, that was Shelly Markovich Lawrence, everyone. Check her out on Facebook. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Say bye, bye Shelly. Bye. Au revoir. A bientôt.